What other species is closest to humans? Some would say dogs, and others would say cats. But there is a closer species, whether you like it or not. The smallest forms of life are all around you, every day. And some of these forms share a kingdom with us. Tiny animals called Demodex mites live in very close proximity to humans. But are they friends or foes? The distinction can sometimes become blurred in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy. It's your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. Thank you to Cassie for the creation of our theme song. To hear more of Cassie's music, please search Cassie Michelle on YouTube or Spotify. And thank you to Johanna for the creation of this week's artwork. To check that out, you can visit us at our home on the web at ldtaxonomy.com. And a very special thank you to our patrons, to Jesse Raspolich, Carol Raspolich, uh, Richard Kaspar, and Lottie and Aubrey, thank you so much for your support. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for helping us keep the lights on. And today we're talking about a tiny animal that likes oil, but not the kind that comes from olives. But more on that later. Yeah, only Popeye likes olive oil. <laughs> Get it. And, and uh, Greeks. They like olive oil too. Yeah. Um, before we get into this one, I'm going to issue a warning. Usually, well, first of all, we like to issue warnings to parents who don't want their kids to be spending the day repeating like toilet talk or crude words they might hear. We usually like to keep it scientific, um, in terms of terminology, but in this case, Learning about this animal might give you the heebies and or the jeebies. More like a nervous itch. So if you are or uh, the kind that is sensitive to that, or if your kids are, viewer discretion is advised. This, is a, this will awaken you to a truth you may never have wanted to know. Oh, what's the... It's like there's a term for that. It's like existential threat... It's like revealing some knowledge that might have, might have like, might give you like an existential meltdown, but not, that's not this, but it's like, it's the reason for the prime directive in Star Trek. There's a, like, there's certain thought experiments that are like, if you, if you don't do X, then in the future, this will happen to you. Without like going into it, 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 like it makes you think like my a sensitive person or a person that thinks too much might have you know anxiety about it. So I guess anyway, this could cause that. Warning issued yeah. and received. On the other hand, we're also talking about an animal that is unlikely to harm you in any way. So just know that. Keep your enemy, keep your friends close, and your enemies closer. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about the Demodex. Yeah, that was the prototype Pokedex. 
gave Ash. And, <laughs> the uh, demo decks, yeah. And it, it blew up in his face, and that's why they call him Ash. But it was just a demo. <laughs> so, um, We're going to call it here the, uh, the face hugger, the sebum snacker, and the cheek chomper. Yeah. Give you a little little hint as to what we're gonna what we're talking about. Let's taxonomize yeah. this because I know the major facts a major one. Uh, it's in a kingdom, of course, you know, love and are in that kingdom is Animalia. The phylum is Arthropoda. It's an arthropod. Sub subphylum, Chelicerata. You've probably recognized this one. We are headed to Spider Town. Uh, the class is Arachnida. So we are we have. We have found a good parking spot that uh, in Spider Town, and we are about to pay the meter. Um, the order is Trombidiformes, and we have taken the first train out of Spider Town. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are now on, we are now on our way elsewhere. Um, the the family is Demodesidae. The genus is Demodex, and the species is. Folliculorum. Demodesidae. Like Hawaii. It's almost like Hawaii's way of saying Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> Folliculorum is a th <laughs> thing to say. <laughs> when you've got some spiders on your face. Um, yeah, it's a mite. Mites are, uh, are arachnids. Mm -hmm. Don't know if you knew that, but this is a this this falls into the category of a mite, and since it's a mite, and mite is right, um, it's time for my favorite part of the show, critter groups, c -c 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 critter groups. I forgot to do the little stutter there in the beginning. Um, my son is currently in the stage where he's he repeats like stutters in the beginning of sentences. Uh, so I'm trying to not do that <laughs> as much. Oh, like when they're like really excited, so they'll be like, they want, he wants to tell me something, but he'll say, "Do you want? Do you want? Do you, do you want? Yeah. Do, do you want? Do you want? Do you want? Do you want to go outside?" And it's like, he's got to rev up to it. All right, all right, buddy. He's he started his sentence before he had all of the words ready. <laughs> yeah. So, um, which uh, we I guess we all kind of do, but. Um, there's just so few words that he has access to. He's got to really drum them up. Um, but yeah, it's time for Critter Groups, the part of the show where I ask you, Joe, a question, and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a, a group of this animal, or what is the term of venery, or what is the collective noun? We are talking about mites. Little arachnids. So, if you saw a group of mites through an electron microscope, I suppose, uh, would you say A, it's a mite of mites? B, a colony of mites? C, a nest of mites? Or D, a clutch of mites? I'm going to say a nest of mites, final answer. Incorrect. I thought for sure. I, as I was reading it, I was like, oh man, I have... I have let the cat out of the bag on this one. Is it a colony? It is a mite of mites. Oh. It's one of those, like, it's so dumb it has to be the answer. You know, and that I've, one didn't really register, and I was really thinking about the other three. 
And I have, I'm, and never before in this game, in all of our episodes, have I done, have, have I had that as an option? Like, oh, it's, yeah. you know, a flamingo of flamingos or something like that. Um, so I was like, oh, it sticks out like such a sore thumb. But I didn't, I don't really have another way of doing it because the answer is might of mites. It just flittered past my brain. Might of might, very. Very dog, a very dog. Mm hmm. Um, yeah, so. You can. W it's already past Thanksgiving, so hopefully you have wowed your family with unsolicited animal facts um, about other animals that we've talked about. But next time, you can put this one in your back pocket. It's a mite of mites. Yeah. Don't talk about politics at Christmas. Talk about. Talk about this talk over about your this. Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah. This is this is going to be much better than politics. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's talk either about either way. People will be mad at you. <laughs> either way, you will be asked to leave. Yes. Let's talk about what this guy looks like. Uh, I'm so happy okay, I found yeah. an artist rendition of this because I was looking at like electron microscope versions, uh, and it, there was just not enough information. Um that I could see like a detail, but now I'm looking at just, just life changing photos of this horrifying creature. <laughs> um, so this is continuing your recent trend of covering microscopic animals. Since we just did the, um, the Dolly holiday and one more recently, like the last one you did was microscopic, wasn't it? Because Dolly All a Day was not that long ago. Deloid Rotifers. Yeah, the Rotifers. So, yeah, yeah, Both you are... of these are also in the news. So oh, is that why? They're topical as well as small. Just like Seth Green. He's not in the news, unfortunately, for his career. <laughs> Or fortunately for his privacy. Yeah, fortunately for his career, it's it's best to not be in the news these days. Um, so the uh, Demodex looks like a cousin of the tardigrade. It looks like a like a naked mole rat that uh, has been spending too much time on the planet of Arrakis, on Dune. Ooh. Uh, it is a super small white worm thing with a long, smooth body, eight stubby caterpillar legs tufted with hairs crammed up near the near the head. Uh, it has these tiny clusters of eye spots. Uh, clusters is one of my least favorite words in the English language, and this is the only way I can describe what is on its face. Um, and. The, and the, the arrangement of its eyes. Um, it has these small antenna, uh, like sharp hairs uh, sticking out of the front of its face, uh, as well as two black spiked discs for latching on to its favorite zone, <laughs> its favorite habitat. Um, so it doesn't fall off. Uh, <laughs> there is one picture of 
a lar like a very close close up full cover full color photo of one um and it's it's like it's it's the worst it's the worst thing it can't be f well it's a clear thing usually i don't know if they've added color it's br it's like this this like paper bag brown um it with, could be uv with it's like oh ha slightly hairy it's got like these little tufts of hair sticking out of it dome-shaped head with these black saw-like things to and coming out of its mouth to latch on to things and then those previously mentioned uh clusters of eyes on either side of its head it it kind of looks like a tardigrade that has a really long fat tail and doesn't have a so it has like the tardigrade limbs where they're like stubby stubby chubby baby arm type things and then doesn't have the face with the like chubby cheeked ooh face with that, like uh, a big a face that's just a tube yeah it has like more of a a, like I guess arachnid shaped head yeah I don't like it but it, 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 you know tough luck <laughs> right um, so these are super small you can really only see them with an electron microscope um, and thank the maker for that so how small are <laughs> they can you I mean uh, we're going to talk about it later it? But let's let's revisit. It's not. You keep saying electron microscope. I'm pretty sure that's not you. You can see it with a regular microscope. A regular yeah. microscope will do. The the images that I first saw were electron microscope images, just like the ones of tardigrades and the viruses and stuff like that. High de the high I, definition, but like black and white negative. Speaking of how big it is, it, it, how big it is, let's talk about that. Welcome to the Blood Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's also part of the show that's introduced by you when you send in audio results, saying, singing, or chittering the words "measure up" into ldtaxonomy at gmail .com. We don't have a new measure up intro this week. That means we get to hear from an animal in the media. Then Carlos can tell me if he knows about it. <laughs> in is this it case, a, is it a Demodex? No, because there are no Demodex characters that I could find. So we're going to listen about. We're going to talk to an arachnid. Oh, an arachnid. Well, we've already done the flying. The, the 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 spider from Five Goes West. Okay, without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Do you know oh. which arachnid that is? Is that scorpion? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that. What is that theme music? It sounds like Mission Impossible. 
But it's from the Mich- uh, the. Uh, yeah, it, it definitely Kombat. sounded like I have no idea what you were show what I was listening to, and then I was like, "This, yeah, this sounds like a Mission Impossible theme," and I would not have gotten anything had you had you not said, "Get over here." Which is <laughs> yeah, of that's Scorpion, and Scorpion's not an arachnid. He's a no, he's a man. He's well, a, or like a some sort of demon or something. He used to be a man, and then his like family was killed, and he turned into a demon. I don't know. It's it's Mortal Kombat lore. It doesn't matter. It's anime <laughs> stuff. <laughs> All well, that matters is that he punches. Line. He punches good. And he has a grappling hook. Yeah. Just like um, just like a scorpion. <laughs> yeah, he stings. He punches good and has and 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 has a grappling hook. My uh, about, my my yeah. son is currently obsessed with things that sting. Uh so he loves the platypus because I told him that it can sting you. Uh, and he loves the he, bees or maybe lot loves. He's just, he is very fascinated. Fascinated. Yeah. He's and, uh, and stingrays. So it's like, has he been stung? He's been stung by a bee in his hand. Yeah. Oh yeah. That sticks with you. Literally. You'll re- he'll remember that. It is a bee. Uh, it's, it's, it sticks with you. But if he knows three things, it's that platypus live in Australia. Platypus can sting you. And yum yum donuts. <laughs> Let's talk about length. They're between 1.3 to 1.4 millimeters. Or 0.012 to 0.016 inches long. So how many okay. Demodex mites go into the length of the largest living arachnid on Earth? Do you know what the largest a living, the largest one ever is? Or not ever, living? The largest arachnid. No, because the, the, those like spider crabs are crabs, not spiders. Yeah, the, it, you'd think it was the Goliath bird eater and... It, it's close. Like if you can count the bird eater's leg span, it's pretty close. But the largest arachnid in terms of body length is the giant forest scorpion. Uh, yeah, it's a, a scorpion, black, big black scorpion. Its pinchers are so large that it uses them to kill prey more than its tail venom. The good news about that is that if you get stung by it, you probably won't die because it's it's put all of its skill tree points into pinchers. It is crazy that scorpions are just have weapons out the wazoo. <laughs> it's just like this thing has you would think that the only it's it's characteristic would be that it has a stab tail full of venom. But it's like, no, we're also going to give them crab pincers, heavy-duty ones. So it's just, there's, it's just, it's a Swiss army knife of of an arachnid. Yeah, and like arachnid with like pincers is not typical in, if, unless you're a crustacean. I think there's like, what is the vingaroon? Does it have pincers? Or does it just have the pincher in the back? I think it just has the pincers and does not, and has like a whip. It's the whip scorpion, so it doesn't have it doesn't have the the, the um 
it doesn't have the the spike tail. But all I know is that like oh, of all right. of all of the insect type things to run into in their backyard, uh, the the honey I shrunk the kids kids ran into the worst one. <laughs> Except for maybe a wasp. <laughs> that would have been bad too. Um, okay. This scorpion's forest floor scorpion. I'm gonna say it's about six six inches. Oh, okay. Three hundred and seventy-five. Um, Final answer? Yeah, three hundred and seventy-five demodexes go into the length of this uh scorpion. The correct answer is a 562.5 Demodex. Oh, it's like an 8 These S-Corps can be around 23 centimeters or 9 inches in length. Like it, S-Corps. So yeah, they are 9 inches long. That's quite long for a Scorp. Uh, too long. For any arachnid, to be fair. Yeah. For for anything that's for for any arachnid that has both pincers and a venomous tail, and the demodex is so small that five hundred and sixty-two of them can go into nine inches. Nine inches. So, yeah, I'm glad. Again, you'd think it would be billions and billions and billions, but no, they're small things are small, but they're not that small. I mean, some small things are that small. You gotta get yeah, it. Yeah, the smaller. There is a big difference between. There's a lot of stuff we can't see. <laughs> sure, like the difference sure between is. a tardigrade and an atom is a universe of size. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's talk about their lifespan. They're fourteen to sixteen days. They live on 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 this planet Earth. How many Demodex lifespans go into Prometheus, a tree that was possibly one of the oldest living organisms on Earth before it was cut down? Here's a hint. Huh. Prometheus was found in Nevada's Great Basin. It was cut down for research purposes by the then-graduate student Donald Rusk Curry. To his credit... He and other researchers at the time did not know the tree was the oldest record level holding there's old a, there's a tree. <laughs> the world, the tree was world record level holding old when it was felled. <laughs> getting closer. That uh, was it. That was fine. Still, the decision remains controversial to this day. Why are you cutting down old trees? Because fun. Uh, this is one of those hardwood trees that looks like crap. <laughs> like one of the Joshua uh, trees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks I like it's so. been dead for a thousand years. Yes. It's it's surviving but not thriving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's old, but at what cost? <laughs> it prob. I mean, if he could talk to it, it would probably whisper, "Kill me." <laughs> Um, um, until all the world has changed and the long years of your life are utterly spent. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So I know the Joshua trees are like 
um, dated back to Christ times. They so can be several thousands of years old. One times? Yeah, the the the, the ten times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna go with three thousand because. I, yeah. Not saying it's impossible for them to have found a tree from like the Exodus, but um, we're gonna go with three thousand years old. That's just over a million days. Isn't that crazy? A million days ago, what happened in one thousand BC? It's like the rise of Greece, right? It's probably the time of the judges, I bet. No, that's not true. Yeah, I actually know it might be time of the judges. I'll have to look it up. Anyway, a million days. What'd you say? A 17 days? days? 16. Whoops. 1200 to 1020 BC, yeah. That's the judges. Close. Yeah. Ten twenty. Yeah, I mean that. That's basically it. All right. So my answer is sixty-eight thousand four hundred. Final answer. Yes. The correct answer is one hundred and fourteen thousand. Prometheus is around five thousand, or was around five thousand years old. Wow. So that, that that may have been the tree that uh, Abraham s- sat under. Yeah, that's when do they think the Exodus was? Was that were you right the first time? I think that's like twenty eight hundred BC, if I remember right. I remember looking it up when we visited Greece, and they said that the volcano uh, in the center of Santorini erupted around the same time as. The plagues in Egypt, which I think was 2800 BC. Um, I think this is one of those things that is hard to nail down. Sure is. Uh, there. Oh, that's right. We were. I think we talked about before. Maybe it was on a warm up that like there are two pharaohs. Named Ramses the second or whatever. There's a Ramses and there's another one that are could are good candidates for. Being the pharaoh of the Exodus, and they're like separated by many years. So, like, who 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 could say? Anyway, all right. Do you have any fast facts before we get into the major fact? I sure do. So, the range where the Demodex lives is everywhere that there are humans, for reasons that will soon become apparent. Um. Its uh, diet is exclusively sebum, which is a particular kind of oil from a particular source. Um, Like you said, their entire life cycle lasts a maximum of 16 days. They hatch as six-legged larvae and go through two instars. In seven days, they become adults and and they, they grow their last pair of legs. So they have eight legs. Uh, and then they live another four to six days, and then they die. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good life. You, 
you you start out as an insect and then you know you become an arachnid. You end finally. you end life as an arachnid. That well, the the it's the dream worthy of the worthy of the honor of Viltrumite. <laughs> Viltrumite. <laughs> uh, and that's all I got. I'm gonna I'll leave the rest to the uh, the major fact because I'm starting to step on toes. Okay, yeah, it's difficult to not say this, but Demodex exclusively lives on human skin and is almost always found on the face or hair follicles. There's two different kinds. Felicia, the Hawaii's way of saying Merry Christmas to you. That one is that lives in hair follicle, hair follicles. Uh, but we're going to generally talking about Demodex. Folliculorum. So here's, here's where it gets even more interesting. It's fairly likely that you, the listener, have Demodex mites on your face right now. Let that sink in. Let that get the nervous itch going. Yeah. But before you freak out, it's worth pointing out that you are a cornucopia of microbiology, much of which is very helpful to you. Kind of like your butt, your, your butt, <laughs> butt biome, <laughs> your gut biome. Your butt is very helpful to you. It is. Um, so don't don't fret too much. It's just f- interesting that it's a mite, and you know it's it's not a an amoeba living in your intestines. It's on your face, and it's a its cousin is a spider, and that's kind of freaky, but. And if you look at a there. picture of it, it looks like a an enemy from the. It's, it looks like a demon from the uh, the Doom series of games. Uh, and I, no, I don't know. I think it looks like a tardigrade, which is kind of nice. I just sent you a picture of it, and if you look at that, it's like okay, I, that looks like the the Hell Knight from Doom, and it lives on my face. Well, this I'm pretty sure is an artist rendering. <laughs> no, maybe not. Maybe it's a little. It does look horrifying. Don't well, it, like any bug, you never want to look it right in the face. That's true. You, I think there's hair growing out of its eyeballs. Be happy that you're so f- you're so much bigger than m- most bugs that you, there's not enough definition to see how horrifying they truly are. <laughs> uh, but if you're really upset about this fact, then you can take it up with your parents because they likely are the ones who gave you these mites. They are passed from person to person through early first contact with other people. So that's probably your mom. The the new best practices for the birthing process is skin to skin contact right after birth. So right there, you just you just get your healthy dose of face spiders. Yeah. Uh, so demodex mites are usually dormant during the day. So if you wipe your brow now, they probably won't be affected. They are nestled safely in your pores. When it's your turn to sleep. Your tiny night watchmen are on duty. They come out of your cozy little pores and go about munching on your skin oils. And your uh, your probably face moisturizer is pretty tasty. Adds a little flavor. Coconut. The real question, though, is are these Demodex friends, foes, or neutral parties just hitching a ride? If you Google Demodex mites, you will see a sea of dubious Dermatological claims. 
that these guys are causing all kinds of skin issues along with pictures of uncomfortable looking rashes. But we don't know for sure that these mites cause skin problems. There are, is enough, there's enough correlation between mites and rosacea that leave people leave researchers thinking there might be a causal relationship, but there, it also could be like rosacea attracts them to that part of the skin. Who knows? Lots of different things. Um, still these mites don't just eat on your face. It was once thought that they could not poop, which sounds good, right? You don't want, if something's on your face, you don't want it to, to be using the bathroom. Uh, in, in one of your pores, but researchers thought that this, that the waste would accumulate in their gut until they died. And then all would be released at once causing skin irritation. So it's bad. It's good news that thankfully in 2022, a genome study found that mites, these mites can in fact poop. On your face. Yeah. Even though that's gross, it means that they relieve themselves in extremely tiny deposits instead of all at once. So these deposits are are nothing. Listen, if you flush the toilet with your uh, your lid open, it's getting on your toothbrush anyway. So. Yeah, don't brush your teeth in the same place you go to the bathroom. <laughs> If you don't. Just close the lid when you flush. Um, if you can smell it, it's eat. part. It the the part particulate matter is part is, particles are in the air. Yep. tonight. Uh, just get it. one of those little toothbrush covers. This makes me want to wash my face all the time. It makes it me just want to have a bucket They're under only my out face when you're asleep. <laughs> They're only out when you can't wash your face when you're asleep. So, do they know that you're asleep? Like, what if you stay up all night? Do you just do they just like are do, are they uh, the sleeper agents activated just at a certain time of night? And if you happen to stay up too late, you know that's the beauty of microbiology. We don't. I don't know that if it's like cycles or. If it's like if they can tell based on like your body temperature or your respiration or something that you are sleeping, but all you need is a microscope and for your wife to scrape your face with a slide in the middle of the night and you can find the answer. Scrape your face in the middle of the night or stay up and then stay up the next night and scrape your face when you're awake and see if you find the same amount of mites. Yeah, I'm not doing that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> issues caused by Demodex over overpopulation uh, are usually the fault of something else, like weakened a weakened immune system. So they do think that like sometimes Demodex overpopulate, and they'll like start to irritate your skin, their activities, their parties. Um, but their that, poop parties it's usually because of something else. There's another problem that's like not keeping them in check. So if the Demodex isn't a parasite, like something that is intentionally harming you for its own good, or, you know, 
naturally harming you for its own good. Uh, then is it merely commensalist? The same research paper that told us that mites have butts also suggested that they could one day learn to become symbiotes. So they have it so good on our faces that they have optimized to live with us. They require fewer proteins than relatives that don't live on humans. So researchers theorize that they may learn to integrate into our ectodermal ecosystem to the point that they can actually help rather than mooch. Hey, if they're eating the oil, go for it. They're already helping. I have a very oily That's what face. I, like, do they have a... What would we find out that what if what if research found out that like people that have like excessive problems with excessive oil have fewer mites or like no mites? I wonder if that would be the case. Yeah, because man, and I had an, a major acne problem f- up until like I was in my mid twenties, and if it hadn't been for like a derm- dermatological like treatment that i did i'd still have it today so it's just like the oil on my face is so heavy i have i cannot go to sleep without taking a shower and what or at the very very minimum washing my face because it's just it's so i like even right now because we're recording at night like i'm when we're done recording i'm gonna go wash my face because it's so just talking about this is giving me that feeling of being oily yeah, like because they're there, like I, on it. I can, but like I can touch my face and feel it on my fingers, and so it's like, yeah. I do I like just not have? Do I not have any demodexes? Should I just go? Where can I get some? Is my question. <laughs> I feel like at the end of the day, that's pretty common. If somebody who washes their face regularly, at the end of the day, especially after like sweating, will feel the oils going. Oh, so you're saying I should stop washing my face so that my body stops overproducing it. Maybe. It's like opioids. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, like, Napoleon didn't wash his face every day. Pretty sure that's pretty new. Napoleon. Yeah, like, people before... Maybe even the 20th century didn't wash their face every day. Yeah, they just cake on some more. Um, what is it? Iron powder or <laughs> whatever they put on lead powder. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, arsenic mask the smell of horse and A good asbestos rub. Yeah. Exfoliating. No, the opposite of exfoliating. You want to clog those pores up because they stink. <laughs> but anyway, now you know you never have to feel lonely again. Yeah, you're never alone. <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, you, you, you share your face with possibly hundreds of these guys. You're getting like hundreds of little kisses at all time uh, whenever you're sleeping. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like the Firefly song. Oh, uh, oh man. when you said Firefly song, I thought of the TV show, but no, it's the Owl City. 
<laughs> 10 million lightning bugs. Hugs from 10 million lightning bugs. That sounds like it just uh, wouldn't go well. Do do you know how face many you're, like that. the average person has on their face? Like is it I don't know. 12 or is it uh, like a thousand? It's probably not a thousand. Because as we just established, about 500 of these go into a nine-inch scorpion. So if you had a thousand on your face, oh uh, man, you that would be like um, was it Magellan's syndrome? Um, it's not Magellan. Magellan's the the map guy. Um, there's a syndrome where like people f feel like they have bugs crawling all over them when they don't. I mean, oh, yeah. clearly they do, but <laughs> they feel like they have much larger bugs crawling all over them. I forgot what it is. It's like Magellan Syndrome or something like that. But Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know how many... Oh, rough estimates suggest that there are thousands or even millions of mites living on each human face. Millions? That's not... That can't be the case. These would have to be it's much smaller. Yeah. I'll accept thousands. I'd, I would accept hundreds. Maybe. How many pores are on your face? That's a good question. Each one. Each, each one is a little cubby hole for your... your for yeah, there arachnid. are only 20,000... Oh, wait. There's only... 20,000 on your face. 5 million on your whole body. So if every every pore was occupied, are they small enough that they can live like is a pore a single family home or is it like <laughs> Is it like a the capsule the Japanese capsule hotels? Yeah. I, I don't. Facial pore? I mean, what if, if you exfoliate? What you open your pores, right? So maybe if you do that, like then there can be some hanky panky <laughs> in your pores. Just exfoliate and then like tilt your head forward and like do the jumping dance when you have like water in your ear. And just watch, and just like watch all those face spiders just. Fall off your face. Fall out of your <laughs> face. Can you get rid of Demodex? I know there are like... Uh, remedies. You just pour bleach all over your face. I'm, sh I'm pretty sure that's the answer. There are remedies. But who knows? Who knows if they're real? Who really? Who knows? This is an animal that like may or may not affect you in any way, and you can't see it. So unless you have a microscope, you'll never know if these products are working. Right. Or maybe if you start to like have a bunch of face oil then you know that there's nothing they're eating it. <laughs> Maybe. But then you're just going to pick it up the next time you like lay on your pillow, so it doesn't matter. Or the next <laughs> time or the next time you like greet uh 
a Hispanic person and do that like cheek to cheek kiss. Yeah. Done. You have space spiders. Well, that's all I got. I hope nobody is feeling the nervous itch. But maybe these guys are uh, symbiotic. Symbiotic. I mean, it's good. It's good. I've got a super oily face. I've got eczema on my face. I've got uh, dermatitis. I've got acne. Like, I think these guys are ruining my life is what I'm trying to say. Or maybe you don't have any. Yeah, it's one or the other. It's either they're actively ruining my life and causing all of these dermatological problems, uh, or I need some to cure my de- dermatological problems. Either way, it's their fault. Yeah, that's that's what I'm trying to get at. Is that it, this is the the blame lies outside of me, and it definitely lies. There is, n- yeah, on these horrific no hell monsters scenario. that live on live on There's people's faces. <laughs> There's no scenario in which they are there and not doing any harm. Right. They're either not there and doing harm uh, through inaction, um, or they are there and they are doing harm uh, because they're evil. So, you just can't win. Well, they can't. Uh, You got anything else? That's all I got. All right. So, that was the Demodex... Enjoy that little tidbit of information. Tell everyone you know. Um, so, for you out there in Podcastia, get out your sebum straws. Try to ignore the fact that there are hundreds of spiders things living on your skin, and remember that friendship is two pals munching on a well-cooked face. Like the Demodex here in Life, Death, and Taxonomy. Hey Taxonomy Titans, I just want to remind you that we now have a Patreon. Patrons can see full video episodes and get shoutouts on the show. But ultimately, it's a way for you to help us cover some costs and get even better. Still, reviews are the best way to help us grow. So if you haven't left one yet, we'd really love to hear from you. As always, thanks for listening and engaging. Man, never ever look at this picture if you get squeamish about face bugs. This picture I sent you? You're face to face with this.